One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day, yeah, listening to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. Hey, hey. And on the soundboard, Mr. Robert Timothy. Woohoo! Christmas show or post Christmas show. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is over. The program, New Year's man. Eve show. <laughs> uh, so um, starting things off this week, I got uh, I'm taking some time off uh, from stand up. I usually take the last few weeks of the year off because I perform no less than once a week, and, and you know, somewhere's upwards of four times a week. So I found a few years ago it's good to take some time um, off just to avoid burnout. Because mm-hmm. uh, I used to get burnout all the freaking time. Like, when you never stop. Yeah. And it's hard because, uh, like, I have a problem saying no to work. Because I, yes. I, get, I get in my head, like, if you say no to this, they're never going to ask you again. Uh, yeah. And you keep, keep that up, and in a few years, you won't be working at all. Well, I got the same thing. Only mine is, like, it's more of a not what happens in a few years. It's like... Are you lazy piece of shit? Are you really saying no to this? Come on, motherfucker. We can't get up and tell some jokes on a stage. What the fuck is... Like, I I start getting super self-critical if I try... Because, again, I've had real difficult jobs in my life. Not only, like, in archaeology, running around doing stuff, but, like, as a young man doing manual labor. And so it's hard for me to be like, oh, really? You don't want to go tell jokes on stage? Why? The reason I usually pick up last-minute gigs is... uh. Because I booked the weekends of the Madhouse, so I know what it's mm. like when people drop out. So on yeah, Thursday, yeah, yeah. I, I worked every day at Small Bar this week, so I was fucking exhausted. I don't usually work that much. So four days of work straight, and then I worked till six on Thursday, and a guy hit me up like, hey, can you host tonight? My host bailed. And I was like, mm. I did not want to, but yeah. I've been on that side of it, so sure, I'll go host. Yeah, show. yeah. Well, for me, it's also a good chance to stack my ne- my calendar for next year, because yeah. people are more willing to book yeah. you if you're, you're like, hey, can I get any gigs this week? You're asking... Hey, can I get anything in January, February, or yep. March? People are like, yeah, that's wide open. Yeah. And suddenly I've got a booked out calendar. So I was doing this. I was stacking my calendar, and uh, I got big leagued. Ooh. Got big leagued by a dude I've known for 10 years and thought was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did he suddenly tell you that you're not allowed to perform in San Diego anymore? <laughs> Listen, so, I'm right here. You can just talk to another person, okay? <laughs> so a little background on, on this guy and, and who he is in relation to me. He's a guy that did comedy like eight years ago. He hasn't done it in a very long time, right? I used to work with him. Uh, he promoted a few, you know, bar shows back in when I first started. He booked me on them, and uh, you know, I, then he kind of like disappeared from comedy for a long time. And then, um, like, he makes an announcement that he is opening a pizza parlor, and they're going to be doing comedy there too. Ooh! So you know, it's in like a strip mall up in North County. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I wasn't chomping at the bit to get on it, but uh, so uh, I just made note, like, oh, that's cool. He's doing that. He's back in comedy again. So, anyways, um, that th- that was announced like back in like the early fall or something like that. So fast forward to the winter we're in now. Like, I'm stacking my my. Um, uh, my calendar for the next year, and I'm basically copy pasting a email to like all the promoters I know uh-huh. everywhere. Like, hey, what do you got for January, February, or March? He responds again. I had no immediate need to get on in his pizza parlor show, but like, you know, I I, I was like, hey, that's a guy. That's that's work. And he responds, <laughs> I'll let you know if we do a start doing a showcase or an open mic, but uh, at my comedy club. I only book big names with Ooh. real credits. Now, fair enough. I've been did you t- tell about the Degenerate Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he did. That actually worked against him. 
legitimate credits, Ryan. Sir, you are speaking to one Mr. Soapy Joe. <laughs> um, so I, it was kind of a cunty way to say it, but I understood. I mean, if he's, I, I didn't realize he was actually putting the word pizza parlor and comedy on the sign. Yep. So, anyways, I was like, "All right, you know, that's that, that's I, I guess, you know, sure. I, I, I to your point, I don't have big credits, and if you have the money to get big names in there, I don't want to go muck that right, up for right, you." Right, so, right. okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, it, if he was having a pizza par- parlor that only headlined Dave Chappelle and Louis right. C.K., fair enough. <laughs> that is not your gig, Ryan. I don't think you'll take offense when I say you're not at that level. Good enough. I know, and and then, you know, I've been turned down before. I've I've been turned down with with similar reasons, like sorry, man, we you don't have any. TV credits or something. I actually do, but... <laughs> Sorry, you just look too gruff for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, standard of... Uh... <laughs> Of dress here and uh, <laughs> must wear sleeves is what I'm saying. So, anyways, I kind of went, uh, "All right, man." I'm like, I, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I, I'm like, these are my these are my uh, TV credits, though. Is that not good enough to open or feature? You know? Yeah. And he just responds, "Um, sorry if I haven't memorized your career." I'm like. This is not how booking works. <laughs> no one was saying you should have memorized my career. It, it's, it's, can I get a video clip and a bio? Uh, which I, again, I've known the guy for 10 years. I thought he didn't need that shit. Right. But now he's pretending he doesn't know who I am at all. So I'm like, all right, man. I, I sent him a video. and not expect to hear anything back. But Sent him a video of Ryan flipping him off for three minutes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza and comedy don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I, I, I'm waiting now to see who he's got on his shows because I'm like, all right, I want to see these big names where he's going to be yeah. such a bitch to me right. about things. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, all right, let's see who you got. The, the shows start happening. It's like mid-level guys from San... He couldn't even get the top guys from San Diego wow. on his show. They're, they're, some of them aren't bad comics. Right. I mean, you know, but like, it, it, it became pretty clear he thought he was going to get a lot more people to pick up the phone than he actually did. <laughs> My question is, why wouldn't he come back to you? You've expressed an interest. If you're, you know, above the level of comic he's bringing in, why wouldn't he come back and be like, listen, Ryan, I love the clip. Uh, thanks so much. I, Sorry, I just hadn't seen you in a while. I, I, I got to make sure. Sometimes people... People degenerate. No, it's going to be more like, uh, Ryan, I honestly, I hate the clip, but I'm kind of <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking to everyone that's played there so far. He's got some some decent guys, but no one with TV, right, uh, right. very few TV credits, if any, between and, all of them. And certainly at the lower levels, not enough to exclude you. Right. They're like, the, the guys the, the guys he's having, like, so there's, there's some, like, he's booking open micers, guys yes. that, are obje- like, that, that are objectively not been on a book show in San Diego yet. They don't, right. Their credits don't n- include a book show yeah. and so I think maybe now they do uh, yeah now they can't say that anymore <laughs> it depends if you count the riff they did at the, uh, the Christmas t- uh, table I think honestly like he, he was such a uh, he tried to big time me so much and now he's he's, he's booking open micers at his pizza parlor <laughs> so, seriously renting space at a pizza parlor is to quote the office the least amount of power I've ever seen go to someone's head <laughs> this is kind of like it's literally a pizza parlor at a strip mall he's like my comedy club only has big names. Right. This is the equivalent of 
Ryan's March for Science, where like <laughs> they kicked him out. They're like, we don't want you. You can't help us. And then you just watch the thing go down in flames as you cackle maniacally. March and, for laughs. And then, and then Ryan. <laughs> March and then, for laughs. I suppose Ryan will get me and Dave to go and interview this guy incognito. So why did you book a guy as as his first performance ever? Let's not forget, by the way, if you guys missed those episodes, go back and listen. It was the March for Science. They kicked me out. They said they could do it all themselves. I said they had a huge marketing problem and nobody would show up. They were expecting more than 5,000 people and they got around 30 people. And when Ryan and I showed up, Ryan, Dave, and I showed up there, Ryan and Dave went and interviewed one of the organizers who actually, with a straight face, tried to play off the idea that they purposely had small attendance. Do you remember that, Ryan? <laughs> I, oh, dude. Yeah, he he was like, no, this is a success. <laughs> yeah. This is a huge success. <laughs> so let's see if we can see do the same with the pizza place. What? Also, uh, nice way to make this about you, Bobby. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said this on my Facebook account. Here's what this feels like to someone who's not uh, in performance arts. It's like saying, uh, say you were a caterer and you uh, reached out to a potential client and said, hey, listen, I know that you throw a lot of events. Uh, I'd love to, for you to consider uh, uh, me to cater one of them. Uh, I'm not a Michelin-rated chef or anything, but I'm a very decent cook. I've got excellent reviews, and uh, I'm very affordably priced. And they went, we only have the gourmet here, the yeah. best of the best, Gordon Ramsay, things of that cal- caliber. I'm sorry, sir, you're just too low class. And then for the, later on, you see on a flyer, Long John Silver's yes. is catering their event. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> By the way, um, I feel like Bobby's going to know about this. How the fuck did Michelin stars get to be like the stand? It's the tire company. Yes. So it's like the they Michelin- started a long time ago. Like, how the fuck Where, are yes. they the ones? Yeah, so, is it the same yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, I never looked into it. Really? So the, yeah. So the idea was this was a book that the Michelin tire company came up with in the first half of the century to encourage people to drive to different restaurants and go to different places. Right. So they would rate restaurants around based on that. And so it was sponsored basically as a way to get people to drive cars. Yeah. And how it, did it become like this gold standard yeah, because, of because because think, think of the early 1900s. Was there a lot of people clamoring to gauge just how delicate food was? Or was there a lot of starving children in the street <laughs> eating shoe leather, right? And so these were the first ones who started it out, and then they just became the standard. But ha, that, that blows my fucking mind. Which, another thing, I looked into it a little bit recently. I think they only rate restaurants in three different states. Oh, okay. Or at least it, it, re, until recently it was that. They might have changed it. But there's only three states where they would actually rate restaurants. I have a friend who, like, he's one of those guys who just always has big ideas of what he wants to do. Yeah. And at one point, he wanted to start a restaurant, and he was like, I want to be a Michelin star restaurant. I'm like, you can't just do that. Because <laughs> first of all, you don't live in one of those – you know what? Never mind. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Have fun. It comes, and it's just a tire – like forced into the shape of a star. <laughs> Technically, this counts. It's from the same company. Oh man! So um, Christmas just passed. Yeah. Uh, unbeknownst to Bobby, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot believe this is still happening. This started happening right when cell phones even started becoming like a regular thing to have. I I understood it back then in like the early two thousands, but I cannot believe in two thousand nineteen this is still happening. I got added. To a group text by a family member for her and everyone she knows 
saying Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. And everyone began responding. That is Ugh. so 2008, dude. That is <laughs> dude. Like, first of all, group text should be opt-outable. That, to, yes. me, yeah. to me, that's terrorism. Like, you can just add me to a group text, and I got to get 40,000 text messages. And there's no way out. And there's no way out. No, that there's is... a way out. You send a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way out used to be. Continue so... this without me, boys. <laughs> there was a real great little thing with iPhones for a while where they had a glitch where on the Samsung, you could produce this flag. It was, I think it was like a rainbow flag. It was somewhat like the gay flag. But in a specific format, because the iPhone couldn't read it, if you texted it to somebody and they opened it, it would shut their phone down. <laughs> and I used to respond to every mass text with that. For a while. You get people all pissed when they come in. Like, oh, my fucking phone died. It's like, stop texting me, assholes. <laughs> now, here's the most curious thing about it, okay? I realized after like a, like a few hundred notifications that this text group had previously existed. Uh, oh, I, and you got added? Uh, no, no, no. It, 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 I'd been on it before. Oh. It is the same text group from like two years ago. It, the, the, it's, the originator of the text is my cousin. Uh-huh. It was a text group updating us from when my aunt went into the hospital okay. like two years ago. And for some reason, my cousin just found that like, oh, remember all those people I said that mom was in the hospital? They all, those specific group need yes. to hear Merry <laughs> Christmas. And just all these people I don't know are responding with the weirdest fucking uh, responses. So it was Merry Christmas. Uh, someone responded, Merry Christmas back. Someone loved the, the, the text and Merry Christmas. Those are my favorite. Like, why do I need to know that someone loved yes. the comment? Fuck off with that. Someone, someone responded, congratulations to all. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Some, I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> some fucking hokey couple sent a picture of them with their adult son at graduation. Re- captioned, here's my favorite gift. Fuck you with a power drill. Oh, my God. That means either he was a first semester graduate or they really clung to that over the re- the last year, right? Because that means that was back in fucking May. Yeah. Yeah. The, just these assholes responding. Everyone wants to see pictures of my adult son. Uh, for some reason, that got to me more than everyone else. Well, all you are celebrating Christmas and presents, I, I enjoy things like family. Blowhard. Yeah. And it just kept happening. I don't know what, I don't know how to get, get out of it. People are still responding. Responding. It's Christmas was days ago. I think you got to put something on there that makes them not want to include you on the next list, right? So like when when they respond, when they like send. Happy- I've got a picture of me and Aaron literally worshiping the devil. That might work. No, or think about this all wrong. What you got to do is you got to reply back to it with a link to this podcast saying, "Hey guys, we were talking about <laughs> you. Listen to this." We're oh, spike in listenership. Let's boost some numbers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, buddy, your 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 adult son looks like he's gonna die a virgin. <laughs> what was his degree in liberal arts? You fucking failure. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a listener question. Here. Ooh. Uh, let me pull that up here. This one comes from Sasha in Austin, Texas. This is a good one. I I, I kind of a uh, this is kind of a juicy one. I have a boyfriend of three years who I'm in love with. Recently, however, I went to an office Christmas party where after a few too many cocktails, I got a little too flirty with a male coworker, and without going into too much detail, things almost happened but didn't. Ooh. That is going into too much detail. <laughs> that tells me everything I need to know, basically. No, not me. Not at all. I want to know where lips touched, like, with it over the pants, under the pants. I was sick with guilt and told my boyfriend everything. Mm-hmm. He completely flipped out and didn't talk to me for a week. What? Um, Fair enough. We are. What are your thoughts? Didn't I do the right thing? And, and should the fact that I was honest mean something? Should I have just kept it to myself and not told him because nothing happened and that wouldn't hurt him? Okay. Okay. 
All right. One, no, you should not just keep it to yourself. I've heard this <laughs> argument before. I think it's crazy. Like, there is something to be said about, like, we've been married for 45 years, and when we were engaged, I kissed a girl one night or something like that is I- irrelevant. But okay. no, this just happened. He has a right to know. And, okay. All right. And depending on what your almost means, like, I don't know. If you made out with a dude, you're cheating. Like so, like yeah. he does deserve to know that. Yeah. So the first question where she said, like, shouldn't this count? Yes, it absolutely counts. In fact, it counts for everything. I think the difference between whether you break up with somebody for cheating on you or you stay together and work it out is whether they were honest and upfront. Like, yeah. did you uncover it or did they come up and tell you? If they come up and tell you, you work at it and you fix it. If you had to uncover it, then fuck them. Like, that's over. I will say to whoever this boyfriend is, if he's a listener too, I don't know. But uh, if he's not, fucking dump him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will say to him, if he, if he is listening... I would definitely give this chick another chance for just for her forthcomingness because yes. I mean you know that if anything ever does happen, yes, you will definitely know if she was sick to guilt over almost, yes. you know. So that they're, they're so now, ch- now, but that leads to what I was thinking: like, how do you work this out? That's because it question. sounds like it's worked itself out. Yeah, what do you do moving forward? Well, well no, it, does, it doesn't I, sound like it. No, worked I, itself I don't out. think they're they're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not worked out. It's, no, no. But I mean, on her end. Oh, like she's man. racked with guilt. She knows sure. it was fuck- she's probably not going to do it again. Yes. So what do you do moving so, forward? So let's start off with you did the right thing, right? Like right. telling him was ab- absolutely the right thing. You scored on that. Now, if you're saying, shouldn't this count? It does. And, you know, the the thing, though, is that doesn't mean you shouldn't have some punishment, right? You still did something wrong. It's fair for him to be mad. I would be upset if my wife well, came and messed around with what, a coworker. What I am getting from this is nothing physical happened, but there was temptation, and the temptation was enough for him to flip out about. Yeah, so I guess it See, depends. I don't know. To me, it sounded like stuff did yeah, happen, just I heard, not all the way. I, I felt stuff happened. I'm thinking third base yeah, is what yeah, I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so... And so what I would say is, yes, he has the total right to be mad and everything, and you have to frame this as, listen, I came to you because I made a mistake, everybody makes mistakes, but uh-huh. but this way you know, like Ryan just said, you can trust me because you know that I am honest when these things happen. I'm sorry I was tempted, but I was able to stop it. I made a bad choice, but I didn't make the worst choice, and I hope we can get over this. You know, perception is everything, and I've, I, I, was, I said this uh, to someone recently. If dudes saw what I turned down on tour, they'd go, man, you'd really love your wife. Yeah. If my wife saw how hard it was to turn down, yes. she would divorce me. <laughs> because, she, because yes, I, 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 I've turned down things on the road that yes. I would have probably gotten away with. Oh, yeah. But, but in her mind, I'm going, how dare you? Do you see this ring? Yes. When really, I'm going to be honest, the way I turn things down is more along the lines of, <laughs> you want <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom and think about this. I can't. Oh, both of you. My dick doesn't work. I can't do it. My dick doesn't work. I just, I can't. I'm going to. If she ever dies, though, what's your last name? Just so I could. Okay. You know, so. But I'll tell you this. You do feel good about those, right? Like, I remember uh, I was doing, I think, Dirty at (coughs) 12. No, I was doing the M in Vegas uh, with a a comedian we know. And uh, I did my set, and then I went off stage, and I was taping him for his set. And this very good-looking started lady, blowing you. Yeah, came up and was like very flirtatious and clearly drunk and like yeah. just kind of looking to party and that kind of. It thug. was a slam dunk. And I remember thinking to myself, well, this was before I was married, but I was still with my now wife. And I remember thinking to myself, oh yeah, we could totally bang. And my wife would never know. Like I, you guys know this comedian. He happens to cheat on his wife sometimes, so like he wouldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't cheating tell. on his wife is a lifestyle. <laughs> he wouldn't yeah. tell. And this is Vegas. Nobody's gonna know. And you know her hotel room and stuff. And then I just remember thinking like. This is the time where you decide who you are as a person. Because I could get away with this, 100%. I could go right up to this girl's room, without a doubt. 
but I'm not going to. And I'll tell you, it feels much better in the end to feel that way about yourself about knowing. Oh, it, like, do- it totally right, no, does. No, that lets you know if you're a sociopath or not. Yeah. Because if you go through with it and you're like, yeah, that was totally worth it. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. Right. You it, could, by the way, going through with it doesn't mean you're a sociopath. You can go through with it no, afterwards. No, but that's, like, what I'm oh, saying. God. that's what I'm saying. That's what happened to this girl. Yes. She almost went through it. She yes. stopped herself, but she could have gone through it. And she's racked with guilt. Not yes. even going all the way. She was racked with guilt. Totally. Yeah. That's totally. the appropriate. It is the appropriate response, and you have to have re- room for everybody to make mistakes. I think the other thing, speaking as a dude, like if I, if my wife came to me and said, like, oh, this happened, I, I, I didn't really do that much, but I kind of messed around with this guy from work. Here are the things I want to know. Like, one, I need to know that you're not going to plan to spend any more alone time with him because clearly you and him have a problem, right? Like, there's an issue there. I respect that you came Oh, yeah, to what's me. it going to be like at work now? Yeah. You need yeah, a new I job, lady. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. not even that, but just like, hey, you know, you're not going on any trips to Seattle with this person as a business trip later, right? And then, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, I would also want to know that you are remorseful, right? So don't just say, like, I'm so- it's one thing to say I'm sorry, but it's another thing to actually show remorse, show that person that you feel bad. Like, it, it affects you. You actually feel bad that you have hurt this other person. Accuse him of rape and get him fired. <laughs> 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 no, you know, Bobby, I, I will tell you though, I have before um, advised someone not to say something, and I'll give you those circumstances, uh, uh-huh. because first of all, that whole thing of like, well, I'm not going to tell them for their sake, because yes. I don't want them to get hurt. That's not the selfless act yeah, they're making it no. out to be. I have advised a friend of mine, Here's here is the situation. I have two friends, they're in an open relationship. Uh-huh. One of the partners in that relationship has a cousin who is married, and the partner messed around with that cousin, thereby cheating on that other person's wife, okay? Wait, 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 hold Hang on. on. He, he fucked his own question, cousin? No, 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 no. It's it's a guy and a girl. Yes. The guy's cousin, who's also a guy yes. and married, his girlfriend messed around gotcha. with, with, with him, okay? Now, no problem for their own relationship. Right, but I, I assume statistically the other like, couple is not in an open relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So now this guy's conflicted. My girlfriend helped my cousin step out on his marriage. Yeah. Okay, so now he's in this very, very awkward predicament. Now, when he, mm. by the time he came to me, this had happened one year ago, and it was one incident. One incident, okay? okay? And my questions were, well, okay, are these two people happy in his marriage? And he said, yes, they're, they've, they're, they're happier now than they ever have been. At the time this happened, they were not. Mm. Those problems have been fixed. They are on a good path right now. And my advice to him was, you know what? I don't think I would because honestly, you're going to take a happy marriage and break it up. And uh, you're going to cause pain where there currently is none. And I mean, if it was ongoing, if this, if they were constantly making a fool of this lady behind yeah. her back, I would say you, you got to step in and stop this. But it was a one time thing, and you're ultimately going to introduce hurt where there currently isn't any. Does that make sense? That's the it advice does. I gave him. It does, but but the other side of me goes that that poor woman deserves to know, right? Like, she deserves to know that her husband cheated on her. Sometimes I think that I don't want to know things that I say out <laughs> loud I do, but really I don't. Fair enough, but I think if she does want to, she deserves to know. Like, that's kind of my thing is, like, you have to be honest and upfront about it because the second you're not, and the other person finds out, it's not like just you cheated on me. It's, oh, you've lied to me. For the oh, yeah, years. huge like you're trust on, issues. You're yeah. on the other side now. Now it's not us versus the world. Now it's me versus you because yeah. you, I can no longer trust you. Right. And I think, like uh, to this woman's credit, the one who originally sent the letter, bad shit happens and it's horrible and we'd wish it wouldn't happen. But if my wife came to me and said that, I would work it out, or I would at least try to work it out, depending yeah. on the circumstances. If I found emails from my wife to, that found out she was cheating and then found those later on, I would absolutely get a divorce. One of those is that person's on my side. They're going to come to me even when things are hard. We're going to work it out as a team. And the right. other is this person is duplicitous. They're trying to trick me like they're trying to trick other people. And I don't want to be a part of it. So like 
to me, even though it's hard, and I get your advice. I'm not saying it's bad advice. Yeah. But I also think that that woman deserves to know. Like, I think people deserve to know when somebody is treating them. You know, I, I've thought about that long and hard. Like, there's some things that I've, I, like I said, if I found out there was something to know, I would have to know it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do believe that sometimes ignorance is bliss. Like, like for instance, uh, if I found out, like, a past girlfriend who I, I broke up with on, on amicable terms and, yeah. and looked back on fondly, if I found out she was cheating, I'm, I'm like, I, 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 I would be like, oh, fucking, I mean, I'm not with her anymore. I don't even know yeah, her. But yeah. like, Oh man, Jen Peters really yeah. fucking. She really did that to me. Oh, ah, yeah. like, now I'm thinking like, would I really want to know that, or am I just better off right now mm. in my ignorant cloud, thinking that was a great time in life, that was a great person that I have no ill will towards. I was never betrayed and humiliated. See, know? I'm in the camp where personally I would always want to know. Like to me, it's it is like the honesty is so important. I would always want to know. But that's kind of interesting. I almost think we should all fill out our own profiles for our partner. So <laughs> if you ever happen to cheat on me, here are the circumstances I want to. No. Well, no. Everyone <laughs> always says, "Oh, if anything ever happened, I want to know." But is that really the truth? I, I mean, no, because there are people who will say, "I don't want to know," and so like then you would respect that. But oh, I that guess. would be a free for all. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm just honoring your request here. By the way, I'm going to Tijuana for the afternoon. <laughs> also, does it count if I have sex with you when you've had NyQuil and you don't know about it? Is that cheating on you because you're not technically present for no, the No, that's called rape. <laughs> that actually leads us right into something very interesting that happened to me this week. Guys, I had a, an experience I've actually thought about. I've, I've predicted that this experience may happen to me at some point. Him and a male co-worker at the <laughs> office party. Stuff happened. Went a little too far. No, no. It is very interesting, and I think it just happened to me. It was one of the, one of the most interesting experiences of my life. So uh, I was doing some uh, porn research. I was looking through some porn. <laughs> I really thought you were about to say I was doing some porn, and that's how you're going to spring on us that you're in adult film acting. I just like his terminology, porn research. Yeah, that's yeah, what I call it. I was it. doing porn research. porn research. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing some, some in-depth porn research with about 150 tabs open. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching, and I'm like, this chick is really attractive. This is this chick looks really good. This chick looks a lot like that. Uh, <laughs> ah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Next. This chick looks a lot like that girl girlfriend I had in college. Except the hair's a little different. Oh man, she even has a birthmark in the same. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Now, no, I'm sorry. This was a girlfriend of yours in college. Ex girlfriend, yes. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex girlfriend. <laughs> and so I looked at it. And I was like, oh my god, is that her? So of course I do the rewind and I do the zoom in. I'm trying to now here. I watched it 400 more times. <laughs> here are some things about this video. Number one, it is not. There's a, a midget. It's, it's she, not, she's a big girl. I'm assuming. No. Uh, oh, okay. Going against type. Off All right. brand for you, huh? Five, five, eight, and very busty, but not as not as rotund okay, as I would like. She, so she's big in that sense, like very. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so I was watching it, and I was like, Oh, good! I can use this as the image when I post the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Holy shit. Now, a couple things to, to know about this particular video. One is, it's clearly not shot with modern 4K cameras. Like, if you look at it, it's got a very... I would not know that. <laughs> I would you know, never right? make that an you observation. Would, I, right. I want this to just turn out to be a humble brag. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend Jenna Hayes from college. <laughs> no, so not in 4K. It's in, clearly it's shot in like mid 2000 style cameras, uh, standard definition clearly. and stuff. And, and maybe even like a DV camera and switched over. And then number two is, it's not done like a porn setup. It's what done as an amateur film, and it's just a guy and a girl. The camera is steady. It's not being held by somebody. It's sitting so on a tripod or this is not something. a porn. It's a sex tape. Very different things. Uh, okay. I mean, it's people having sex, so yeah. It is, it is whatever you want to justify that is, right? 
So here are my two thoughts. First of all, I was like, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 90 some odd percent sure this is her because it has to be somebody who looks exactly like her and has the same like birthmark. It's not really a birthmark, but the same like mark on her body, right? So I'm just waiting until this episode ends so we can watch this. <laughs> yes, absolutely, 100%. So I, that was the first one, the first thing I thought. And then, I, and then the second one was, does she know? Because from oh. the angle of this camera, I cannot, I could not rule that out. Now, it doesn't seem like it is. It seems like it's a tripod in the middle of the room. But I also don't know if this is just on a bookshelf with a fucking old T-shirt over it. Right. And this is something else. And so now I have this weird moral conundrum where I'm like, holy shit, do I have a responsibility to contact this person? <laughs> like, do I have a responsibility? Again, the same thing. If there was a weird poor tape of me out there, I'd want to know about it. I'd want somebody to let oh, me know. should we tell him? <laughs> <laughs> That's different. It was for art. <laughs> uh, I just like the fact that in one scenario this goes down, Bobby has to call his ex-girlfriend. She goes, oh, my God, my ex-boyfriend's calling me. Hello. So I was watching porn the other day. Yeah. Click. <laughs> Research, Ryan. Porn. <laughs> Research. The best case for this is he contacts her. He feels like he needs to contact her. And it turns out it's not her. And now it's just this super awkward yeah. call where he's like, hey, I was watching a girl that looked like you. <laughs> so because of this, I came up I with- still jerk off the women that look exactly like <laughs> I came up with a great idea, which was, you know how they have those services where if you're going to pose as a cop, (laughs) where if you have an STD, they'll notify people anonymously that they might have an STD because they slept with you. I want one of those services for porn. (laughs) (laughs) Anonymous notification from the company. Are you in porn? And like, it's just a link to that video and you get to go, oh my God, I'm in porn. And by the way, one person I know knows about it because they sent this link. (laughs) Or you get to go, no, that's not me. So, I mean, uh, have you decided what you're going to do? No, I have not. That is actually one of the interesting things. Yeah, he's going to start an app that notifies you you've been in porn. Yeah, so it was one one of my ideas when I- Well, have you Googled her name to see if that comes up no, it's not associated with her name whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, this is clearly well, like. Well, if she's done one, she might have does done Does she more? have a name in the video? No, no, it, no. Okay. It's, it is amateur. Vi- okay. It's, it's like one of those that say like amateur couple or something right, like okay. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you look at, really? Yeah. I like, yeah. I like, I, I like top tier. I need, I need big names in porn if I'm going to be watching. Okay? <laughs> I diversify, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You're, in the porn apocalypse, when most of the porn is gone, you're going to be looking for your specialty niche porn and you're going to end up dying because you're not going to have a porn outlet. I, on the other hand, an adaptable motherfucker who can look at clouds in the right shapes and jerk off, I will be the Superman of tomorrow. My, my standard of quality is that of a pizza parlor that also does comedy, all right? <laughs> Only the best. And some open micers. <laughs> and a guy that's literally never been booked before yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so what would you guys do? Like, if picture this in your position. Imagine an ex-girlfriend. I mean, okay, so th- there's there's some variables here. It's, uh, I've seldom broken up with someone on good terms. I think it happened twice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, did you did you break up on amicable terms? Was there was it a messy breakup? Well, it let's was... say just for the sake of this scenario, let's say it was on good terms. Let's say yeah. it was someone that you're like, oh shit. Well, we don't need a, a hypothetical, Bobby. Tell us okay, how it went here, down. Here's what I would say. It was. It was a drawn out breakup that was probably very unhealthy for like. Did a, you a hire a? I might have hired an actress. <laughs> <That's the girl? laughs> I might have hired an actress to pretend to be. Oh my god! So teller. that's the same girl. So same. it's a girl that you were so hung up on yeah. that you went through comically bad lengths to yes. get her back, <laughs> which worked, by the way. I would like to point out that it worked. Like there for, is for new listeners, Bobby. With this, this apparently this was the ex girlfriend. Bobby got dumped in college. He hired a uh, a. Uh, Teller. An, an actress, an actress oh. to pretend to be a fortune teller, 
Scheduled a meeting with her under the guise of hiring her, then had the fortune teller do a reading on her in which she knew all this private stuff she would obviously never knew because I knew it and then told her that I was the one she was supposed to be with. Pretty typical stuff. And all this in a motel room while Bobby was jerking off in the bathroom. So... (laughs) Uh, so anyway, okay, so it was Gingerly that. rubbing. Okay, so already, already, and by the way, she found out because you told her later yes. on that you did that. Because I was an honest guy. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so she already knows that you get up to hijinks yes. and, 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 and have a questionable moral compass. Absolutely. One of the things that I'm interested in is if I did show her, would she think like, did he Photoshop this? <laughs> did he try and make this into me? I wouldn't, after that fortune teller bullshit, I would not believe a thing you said. We dated for like a year after <laughs> <laughs> I know. It worked. I got her back. I know. I know. But I'm saying, I would not believe a thing you said if you if you called me and, and said, "Hey, I saw a porn of you on the internet." Yeah. I would I, knowing you, I'd go, "Oh, he's up to something." Yes. Totally. I don't know what he's getting at, but he's got an angle. I'm hanging up this fucking phone All call. Right, Bobby, here's what you do: you hire an actress to pose as a, a fortune teller to go <laughs> knock on her door, and once she answers, the person like waves their hand and says. Pornhub slash one five seven. She re- recites the Gives link the to the video she's in. All right, all right. Now let me ask you uh, this. Uh-huh. This this question will negate this whole conversation if it uh-huh. goes one way. Is have you asked Jill if she's okay with you? No, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I brought it up. I okay. haven't told her I found it. Anything. I want you to first run this whole scenario uh-huh. by your wife. Sure. And say. Hey, would you like to contact my ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Being a porn. Yeah, are you? Would you be okay uh, with me contacting my ex-girlfriend, who I just watched fuck, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and let her know that I was uh, jerking off to a girl that looked just like her, and I'm so much so that I'm wondering if it's her. What do you say, baby? <laughs> You know, mostly right now, I'm a little mad uh, that Jill doesn't listen to our podcast, yeah, obviously, because that helps our numbers, Bobby. Come on. Absolutely. Well, what I was thinking oh, is- Oh, this is how she's going to find out. <laughs> so the only responsibility I think, because I don't want to embarrass her, like if it was just a, if it was like a well-produced porn video in the whole nine yards, I'd just be like, oh, she's found a new direction. Right. Great for her, like, the whole nine yards. The only thing that gives me a little inkling that's like, you kind of have a responsibility is I'm not 100% sure she knew the camera was there. So like, right. then she should know so she can find legal routes to take those videos yes, down. absolutely. And okay, all right, so there's three scenarios. There's three. If you end up doing this, there's three ways this can go. Number one, I was watching a porn. I think it, you were in it. Yes. Did you know about it? Scenario one. Which is, fu- by the way, also, let's all get over our fucking bullshit about watching porn. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, that's, uh, that's not something I, I'm ashamed I'm not, of. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying Preaching that. Preaching the choir here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll have watched I'm watching some right now. In my car. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the, the three scenarios. Number one is the only good scenario. Well, not, not good for her, but oh my God, he leaked that to the internet or there mm-hmm. was a camera there because even if she knew that it was there, yeah, she that's might a good point. Been, yeah. She, that's yeah, a very good point. Yeah, she that, that actually increases the responsibility even more because that's statistically more likely. Yeah, because if that's a guy she broke up with and he said, I'll get back at her, that's fucking, that's a felony yes, yes. So Depending on what state you're in, yes. So yeah, so uh, the, the scenario one is the only way that this is a good idea, which yeah. is, hey, did you know that that was uploaded to the internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't. Now you can uh, seek charges and get it taken down. Mm-hmm. Number two is, yes, I did. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> or, or, uh, or three, no, that's not me. And it, which is very yes. much just like the, for this, the, the, the last scenario, which yes. is, all right, then. So <laughs> how you been? No, I know exactly how this is going to go. 
even though she broke up with you after yes. finding all that shit out, yes. she's regretted it ever since Ooh. then. So she hired a guy to fuck her and film it and put it online, knowing, knowing that, that you would, would gonna... stumble across it and contact her, and she can rekindle everything. He wants oh my so God. much porn. <laughs> There's no way he won't eventually stumble across this out of millions. 150 tabs. Of course, he's gonna that, see this. That's one. just a reasonable expectation, first of all. But second of all, Dave, this is genius. Because <laughs> maybe she's doing fortune teller reverse on me. <laughs> she decided. You know what he likes is me getting fucked by other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> elaborate setup. I'm gonna make that fortune teller look like fucking kids play. This is fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna come up with a scenario that Kaiser Soze would envy. Oh, she totally inceptioned me, Dave. You're right. She got me real good. And I can't do that because, again, as we discussed before, I'm not gonna cheat on my wife, so I can't fall into her little honey trap. Cut to a slow motion shot of a coffee cup breaking on the floor yeah. with Pornhub written on the back of it. Oh my god. I wonder now. This is interesting because this I've, I've thought about this before in terms of this is probably going to be something that starts happening on the regular and we are the first generation, right? Our parents' generation, there were nine porn stars. Maybe you grew up next to Linda Lovelace and that was it. Yeah. But nowadays, there's so much porn and there's so many people in it that there is a really good chance you're going to know somebody in a porn. I've already said I knew a 55-year-old fairly obese co-worker who was she doing was porn. She was gross. Yes. <laughs> Showed you the videos. There's a, me chick, the vi- uh, there's a chick in the San Diego comedy scene, comedy scene like eight years ago who okay. was a former porn star. Yeah, yeah. Like, and well she known. would never shut up about it. And so this <laughs> this type of stuff is going to be common. It's going to be common for you at 35 to be looking at me and be like, holy shit, I went to high school with that girl. Oh my God, right. I dated that. Like, It's going to be a common thing where you can now see people you knew, went to high school with, maybe had relationships with, having sex on the internet whenever you want. But well, also because of like the internet and cell phones and everything – the term they I think it all falls under the term revenge porn yes. yeah. is like a big epidemic and yep. like so yeah you kind of feel like you have responsibility to let somebody know holy shit this is out there yeah. if you don't want it to be that's fucked up yeah totally yeah well, and, and to your point Bobby is our friend Brian Street Team was uh, in uh, a porn star for a long time with Burning Angel yeah. and, and there was uh, first yeah nothing ruins a good uh, porn watching when you see your friend's face pop and you're yep. like oh shit yep. I can't finish this that has happened to me and my <laughs> wife separately yeah. we're like oh yeah she Hot, then our friend who's been over yeah. to our house for dinner comes waltzing into yeah. the screen like, oh, oh! And, and another time, we were going off to a hotel that was not going to have uh, internet reception. So uh, I'm like, go to, the, uh, go to the, the sex shop, pick up some DVDs. And uh, uh, she comes home with a burning angel one. I'm like, hey! Street team could be in this. And she goes, <laughs> he won't be in this. I'm like, why not? She goes, it was expensive. I'm like, how dare you? He was Doctor Who. How dare you? How dare you? He's a respectable gentleman. Love you, Brian Street Team. Uh, Ah, yeah, so anyway, that is awkward. Uh, Last thing is I have discovered uh, what I think is my biggest pet peeve at the moment. It's videos of me online having sex. (laughs) No, I I quite enjoy that. Um, It's when someone doesn't hear you, you say something to ostensibly a stranger, Mm -hmm. and they don't quite hear you uh, properly, and instead of saying, sorry, what, they... Giggle and nod. Sure, like that's their response. Like, sir, you you drop something. You, you drop something, and they they don't. They, they clearly didn't hear you. And they go. Uh, I don't know why that gets under my skin so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. Like, number one, is it so goddamn humiliating to say sorry I didn't hear you? Is that just a little too vulnerable for some people to admit? I think it depends on your setting. Like, if you are, I'm getting this way more and more because I have moved back to a very urban setting. And when you're in an urban setting, you're just used to people just as you're walking down the street, hey, give me some change. What's going on with you? Come out to this bus tour. Like, there's just people yelling right, at you all right. the time. And you slowly learn to, to kind of go like, ha ha, okay, you're right well, on, buddy. Okay, yeah. fine. But, but counterpoint, 
that's the go-to? Like, like to, to laugh? Like, first of all, what are the odds a stranger just ran up to you and told you a joke? That's your go-to is to laugh? Because uh, it Excuse works me, like sir? socially. Knock, like knock, it's knock. not offensive. Yeah, yeah, knock, 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 knock. I think it works because it's like if somebody said hey or hi or excuse me or anything like a little ha yeah, 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 smile like yeah, hey, I'm friendly. 100% on Bobby's side. I, I'm one. friendly. I'm not going to fight you, you yeah, crazy yeah. bum with well, a bottle. You're, you're also I'm agreeing. A guy. They're also saying yes. Shouldn't the default be no? That would be my default. You're just going to blindly agree to whatever this stranger just no, said No, because the most Someone like- says to Ryan, have a nice day. No. Yeah. <laughs> the most likely thing somebody is saying is a greeting, so no right, would be really right. weird. Yeah. That's on brand for me, man. That's on brand for me. <laughs> have a nice day. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, I've I've heard the argument like, well, some of us have are socially awkward. Did you ever think of that? I'm like, all right, fine. But I sincerely hope the next time you can't hear me and don't say what I'm trying to say that alligator is getting really close to your leg. <laughs> and dude, so the, and that's kind kind of what happened. I was uh, I was exiting a uh, shopping center next to my house that has the, uh, the the grocery store has the carts that'll lock up if you get yep. a certain distance away. Yeah. This lady was wheeling her cart. I I could tell because I I lived next to this grocery store. She was about to go past the boundary point and uh, where the I, alligators are. Yeah, and I went. Uh, uh, excuse me, miss. If you if you uh, take that cart any further, the wheel's gonna lock up. She just went, ha, nodded at me, and then right then her wheel locked up and it knocked into her stomach. <laughs> and I just went, yes. <laughs> now who's laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this poor woman who just walked in her shopping cart hears the gruffest voice on her, hey lady. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. I gotta get out of here. Get Push. back here with that cart. <laughs> and pushes it even faster and locks up. I had to explain to relatives who were coming over from England. They're like, what is the deal with the shopping carts there? And I was like, oh, we got to put these locks on them uh, so that people don't take them. And they're like, why the fuck would people take them? What are you, what are you walking home? And we're like, no, no, no. Homeless people live out of them. And they go, you guys got a lot bigger problems. <laughs> it was like I had a similar discussion. Wait, wait, wait. There's no homeless people in the UK? Not, I call bullshit. Uh, not as much. It's not That's not this type of culture. They don't have a huge society of homeless people. We, they don't have whatever we have. I think it's like 100,000. Like, they don't have anything like that. You might find a couple dabbled around London, but not really. Like, I had another- And they, none of them have shopping carts? No, no. That's not the way they do it. Like, so I had another discussion with one of them where I was actually in England and we are going to the recycling center and we had the entire car. It was after a wedding. We had a car, a hatchback filled with glass bottles and cans and stuff. And as we were driving there, I was like, man. Be careful, those can get robbed. I, know, I was like, man, we're going to get a lot for these. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, a lot of money. This is like, it's got to be 100 pounds of aluminum in here. And he's like, they don't. I don't give us money. You just turn it Why in. Why are we doing this? He fucking slams the brakes And on. I was like, what? And he, and he goes, yeah, yeah, you just you turn it in. In fact, if you're a bar or restaurant, you actually have to pay a recycling fee. You pay to recycle, not the other way around. And I was like, well, that's how we, that's how you, when you own a home, you have to pay for them to pick up your recycling. And I looked incredulous, and I was like, what are you, but that's horrible. What about your homeless people? How do they make money? And he's like, <laughs> we have social networks that take care of homeless people. And I was like, all right. It's I called Lydium Star. Yeah. I was like, I guess you win that Solves one. itself. Wow, it's almost like other countries have better systems in place yeah, yeah, than yeah, we right. do. That's crazy. I was like, wait, but you don't use them to farm aluminum throughout the... Weird, weird. <laughs> we, we create a human form of Jawa with our homeless people that roam around and pick up trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we implore them. <laughs> 
And lastly, guys, uh, upcoming this January 7th will be my first Nerd Night at the Ken Club. It's the first one I'm in charge of, so I really need it to be a success. Please, please, please come out. I'm going to put a link to the tickets line uh, for Degenerates on the Degenerates Facebook page. If you if you can come to one show a year, come on to that one. We actually have our best Nerd Night speaker ever, Paul Wins. He's going to come and talk about how to be a pilot with math. There's a bunch of really cool stuff going on. We have some prizes, some neat stuff. It's all going to be at the Ken Club at 7 p.m. on January 7th. It's my first one. Again... If you want to support me, please come on out. This will be a big one for me. This will mean a lot to me. So pre-order those tickets and come on out to Nerd Night January 7th at the Ken Club, 7 p.m. Ooh, Ryan, we should counter-program and do a comedy show at another club on that same night, you and I. I'll be too busy looking for Bobby's ex on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing, listeners. Uh, if you see Bobby in a porn video, mm-hmm. uh, likely in a BBW video, yes. let Ryan or I know so uh-huh. we can tell him, and that way it won't be too embarrassing I'll be so him. excited that that got public. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it on the air. We'll make a day of it. <laughs> Well, for this case, at least, like I said, it looked like the girl was shot like 10 years ago. It was like an older camera and stuff. So 10 years ago, Bobby was in really good shape. I would love to see that video. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I am done for the for 2019, but my 2020 dates, uh, I got some local ones here in San Diego. There's uh, January 6th, Blind Lady Ale House. That's uh, in the uh, Adams Avenue neighborhood of San Diego. I'll be doing Lestats in that same area on January 21st. January 24th, I'm up in Alpine, California. I'll be at Soda Bar with Joe Sib on Feb 3rd. All right, let's call it a week. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week. Cruising with the twos. I just, I can't, I'm gonna, I'm just. Motherfucking time is passing by